All right, let's go, folks. I want to come out of the book of Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Again, we're going to part 13, making our way through, through the words of complete victory in our lives. And that doesn't mean just one portion of your life, but in every aspect of your life, complete victory. Head to toe uh, in every aspect. Let's go Romans 8, 35 through 39. The Bible tells us, he says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress is persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And in verse 38 he says, I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. And, and so we'll use this, reuse verses 38. It's where we'll capture our title this, this, this afternoon. This morning the Bible says, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angel, nor principalities, nor powers will be covered the last time. Today we're going to cover nor things present. Nor things present. And for a little bit today, we're going to give it a title this morning about complete victory over things present. Amen. Things present. Reverend, if you open us in prayer. Amen. Things present. If you think about that, how do we all go through things in our lives? We all face challenges in our world. You're going through something right now. Each of us walking in as we wake up this morning, the moment, in this very moment, naturally, we all come to service having a need. You go through life in the moment and you live day by day. As we old time song, they say, one day at a time, sweet Jesus. Living one day at a time, and not so we plan for the future, we uh, uh, make expect great things in the future, but at the same time, we have to live in the moment. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? To live in the moment, and even uh, this old saying about enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment, and, and, and all of life's moments that it come, it can change just like the weather sometimes. Your day would change uh, uh, in a moment of time. You're going down the road and something could happen and it could change your whole life or uh, uh, various is issues that go on. I remember years ago, 
My wife called him, called me startled one time. She was crossing the street by the house. And this car, this, this big old cargo truck passed and inches away from taking her out. And I began to run that through my mind and say, wow, things could have changed in a moment of time. How life can change, how life, precious life is, you think about it. One moment is fine, and then the next moment it can change at the drop of a dime. And so the Apostle Paul gave us some things as we've been covering about the uh, 17 things we'll eventually get to. This is part 13. But all the things that happen in the day-to-day -day activity. As we share with you about persecution and famine and nakedness and sword and peril. As we go back and listen to the series uh, on, our, on our YouTube channel and Facebook there. The whole series is there and things that go on throughout life. But he says through it all, God made us to conquer these things. I mean, you know that? Throughout whatever life may bring, God equips the Christian believer to conquer in all things of their lives. As you look at this this morning, uh, again, the things present, uh, 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 um, they manifest various characters in the Bible. And throughout the word of God, these are men and women of example of how that they show us uh, uh, how uh, when things happen in life, what to do. What to do when we face challenges. What to do when you go through difficult times or the highs and lows in which life would bring. And we can glean something. Everything we need, the Bible says, is there in the word. So everything that in mankind needs is found. Everything that pertains to life, everything that pertains to functioning and, and, and living day to day is found in the word of God. Even job, preacher. <laughs> well, that's a joke. There's a book called Job. No, it's not called Job. A joke. There you go. They, she asked, as a matter of fact, she asked a trivia question yesterday. Maybe you guys can answer it. Don't answer Sister June, the Bible scholar. Don't answer it. Where can you read about the book of Job? What book is the book of Job? No? <laughs> I did. I did. Who, where can you find Job? Which book is Job in? Which book is Job in? Bible scholars. Bible scholars. See? See I, I gave him the answer, but I didn't missed it. What book is Job in? The character Job. That was, see, that was a trick question. That was the type of question we would get. The book, the character Job is found in the book of Job. Job. <laughs> Where's my answering machine? Amen. You think about it, but in other words, that's the type of questions that we had, and that's the type of looks I was getting sometimes, too. But just think about it. One man said, you can find Job in the Bible, because Job is spelled like Job. That was a joke. I'm going to finish telling my jokes. I'm going to get back to preaching, preaching, get back to preaching. But you read in the Bible about moments and how moments would change. Even speaking of Job, Job in his life, things change in a moment of time. One morning he was the rich and prosperous, and then all of a sudden his health got hit, his family got hit, uh, 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 and all the things, friends turned against him in a moment of time, uh, uh, that present moment that he was in, life changed on a dime. And life changes, and in the moment that you're in right now, or in the moments that we will face, we have the answers to what and how to uh, overcome these things. The Apostle Paul has said, again, we have been made more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. I'll give you another example of Daniel, uh, the prophet Daniel. At one moment, he was a slave. The next moment, he was in the king's graces and became the number two man in all, uh, in all of Babylon. He was uh, 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 raised up, wasn't he? He was a, uh, a Jew, and, and he was able to be raised up to the number two man in a, in a land that despised Israel. That's God's favor, amen. In a moment, you may be at the bottom. 
In a moment, it may be right here, but before long, you may be manager one day. How many can say that? Come on, can I get some folks to say, man, that God can change your careers in a moment of time. And so we look at all these different things. So from going from a slave to being managed, the same as Joseph. But you look at this, how the swings of life. And then another moment, he was found in the lion's den. Wow. From being the number two man to be thrown into a lion's den. That's how life changes in the moment of time. We're talking about things present. And so in the, in the things present in his life, what he do while he was in the lion's den? What did he do? He prayed. The things present in your life, we are learning from the word of God. We must pray, and you can pray through that thing. Hungry lions facing you every day. Things that are ready to devour your life seem as overwhelming in your life. The Bible says, he gives us an example here, how we can pray facing that adversity right there in your face. I'm going to try again. I'm going to try another joke. <laughs> there, was a, there was a man one time, they used to have Christian persecution. Christian persecution, and what does that mean? We, they would get in trouble for being Christians. And so uh, they used to throw them into the Colosseum. In Rome, they would throw them into the Colosseum. It was a sport to watch the Christians try to survive. They had these hungry lions, and they would release the lion, and then they would throw a Christian out in the middle of the arena, and, and the, the Christians would have to run for their lives. And, and one time, this, this lion, he, uh, the Christians stopped the lion and said, Hey, wait a minute. Stop, 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 stop. Why don't you become a Christian, Mr. Lion? Give your life to Christ. So the lion got down on his knees. He prayed. Lord, I accept you in my life. And now I thank you for this food. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. <laughs> uh, so, see, that's a better joke, folks. There you go. And so naturally, but when you're facing the lions of your life, when you're facing the lions of your life, when you're facing challenges in your life, Daniel taught us to pray in that moment. And God, the Bible says, shut the lion's mouth. I mean, know that today. And when the devil's fighting you, when the devil's roaring up against your life, and when you're up against the wall, I'm telling you the power of prayer. Even yesterday's prayer brunches, the power of prayer is to do what? To shut the lion's mouth. How many going to believe that with us today? The devil's been lying. He's been roaring his mouth. But today, in this present moment, we have the power. To pray and see God's face and shut the devil up once and for all. How many say that today? In this moment. And then another time he talks about how then again how Daniel from the lion's den ended up in God's divine presence. And God began to reveal to him the future. The future. So one moment from a slave to the next minute on the mountain tied of promotion, back down to the lion's den. And then he found himself in the presence of God, and God gave him a heavenly vision. You read the book of Daniel, it go and coincide with the book of Revelation. A lot of things in Revelation coincide with the book of Daniel, the latter part of Daniel. And so Daniel began to see things in which, again, uh, were revealed even to John. We even read about John the Baptist. Before we get back to our message, John the Baptist was another man. The highs and lows of life. In the moment when he was even conceived, the Bible says that, I was another trivia question yesterday, the Bible says John the Baptist, even as an embryo in his mother's stomach, the Bible says when, when, when Mary came into his presence being pregnant with Jesus, the Bible says he leaped in his mother's womb. And then we find out after that, how again, even in that moment, he was excited to be in the presence of God. There were times he would preach the gospel, he would preach repentance. He was on fire for God. He was the forerunner of God. And, and, and throughout his ministry and various things, but there came a moment in his life where he was thrown in jail. He was thrown in jail for being a Christian. 
a believer. And the Bible says that how the in that moment of jail, in the jail cell, he began to wonder in his mind, is, is Jesus even real? You ever been there before? The devil will try to imprison you. John the Baptist is the one that preached about Jesus, the cousin of Jesus Christ. He was preaching and teaching that one moment, and then the next moment he was in jail because of his cousin. <laughs> and naturally, he, would get, he told his disciples, his disciples came to visit him. John had his own disciples. He came to visit him. He says, go ask Jesus, is he the Christ? Is God even real? In the moments of your life sometimes, we wonder, is God, are you real? God, I prayed to you, and I didn't see it come to pass. God, I'm seeking you, and why am I in this condition right now? The highs and lows in the present moment. How many of you know what I'm talking about today? And you're going through present times right now, and you want to say, God, are you there? Are you real? And John the Baptist, the very one, wanted to know, God, is he real? I preach about you. I teach about you. I even had food with you, but are you the Christ? And Jesus responded when the disciples came back. He said, this is what John is going through right now. It shows us we all go through things, don't we? We all go through things in our lives. And Jesus said, go back and tell John that the lame walk, the blinded eyes are open, the dead are raised. Go back and tell him that I'm still, I am the Christ. I am he. And many times again, you come to service to be reminded. Sometimes you have to be reminded. But we encourage you to read your word. And amen, in that moment when the devil starts lying to you, get into Christ. Get a hold of Christ. Get in contact with Christ. How's that? Get in contact with Jesus. And that's what John did the right thing by going to talk and say, go talk to Jesus for me. And that's what you, in your life today, we can go before the Lord and say, Jesus, I need some answers. Jesus, I need a touch. God, prove yourself real to me. And I'm telling you, in that moment, Christ will come. Christ will reveal himself. Christ will do something for, for your need in this house. How many believe it today? He teaches us in the moment. Even Joseph, we said earlier, one moment he was his father's favorite child. Another moment he was thrown into a pit. Another moment he was elevated to the palace. Another moment he was accused of trying to uh, cheat on the king's wife. Another moment he uh, again was released and God gave him a heavenly vision. On and on and on. Another moment he had to uh, have forgiveness. Those very men, is, I'm, I'm paraphrasing for we have to come back to this. I'm paraphrasing about how in the moments of time. This man Joseph, his brothers turned him in and made him a slave, sold him. That takes a lot of forgiveness for somebody to do you wrong. Can I get a witness this morning? It takes a lot. We talked about forgiveness yesterday. We went over the Lord's Prayer. And we talked about uh, forgive our trespasses as we forgive others. Remember that? Trespasses are debts. They're laughing about that. <laughs> right, Brittany? <laughs> She's the game show host. Amen. But you think about this. Forgive us our debts as we forgive others or forgive us our trespasses. No, when people do you wrong. And Joseph, in that moment, he could have been angry with his brothers, but he forgave them. And you know what? Families, friends, we must forgive one another. How many say that today? Absolutely. Forgive one another. Sometimes even in the preacher's home, we have issues. We have, we have, we have issues. Come on. Real life. Me and my wife, amen, we not just Holding hands down the aisle every day. <laughs> We're not coming to church. Oh, la, da, 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 da. You know, there are moments Absolutely. with the children, children and parents, parents with children. There's moments. We all have moments. Come on, folks. Amen. Take your take your halos off for a little bit. Take your halos off for a little while. Amen. 
But in the moment of time, you may say something that you wish you could have back, or you may do something, act a certain way in the moment, and you know what? There comes a moment where you say, you know what? I'm sorry. Forgive me. Again, I, I made a mistake. I did you wrong. Or, or this is why, or that's why. Make it clear, because in the moment, church today, it can happen, and the devil will step in at any time. How many know that today? In one moment, you're having a great time, you're having an awesome time, and then all of a sudden, the devil will creep in and mess up everything. As you Caribbean say, mash up everything. <laughs> How many know? There you go. Hold your, hold your peace. Hold your peace. But again, today the enemy, the enemy tried to mess up Joseph's family. He wanted his brothers, Abraham, Isaac. Uh, he wanted them to be all messed up. Uh, Israel's family. Excuse me, Israel's family. Uh, Jacob. He wanted them all to be messed up and fighting one another. But it came a place where they had to forgive. And so Joseph, now he was the number two man. God had promoted this man. And his brothers came and had to come to him to get fed. And naturally at the moment, it took a lot of God to forgive them. It took a lot of God, long story short, it took a lot of God to forgive them in that moment. And you know what? You got to let things go. Amen. How many going to say that with us? Learn to let things go because it will eat you up for the rest of your life. It'll eat like a cancer. I mean, if we ignore that squeak, that squeak turns into a grind. Oh, you car owners know what I'm talking about. I had a car, well, still got a car, and it just made a noise. I was like, that's the brake squeaking. And, and so naturally, well, then we had the minivan, the glory train. The glory train was our minivan. They nicknamed it the glory train. And so it would start squeaking. And then over several weeks and months later, it started going. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. And so I eventually had to take it in. <laughs> I got tired of hitting the grind. <laughs> the mechanic said, How, why would you drive your car this much without changing the brakes? He said, you heard that squeaking, right? He said, that squeaking is built in so you can bring the brakes in. They built, that's why your brakes squeak. It's a warning sign that it's time to change your brakes. Because if you don't change your brakes, when it starts squeaking, it's going to cost you thousands of dollars later. Hundreds of dollars later. Right? If you don't know how to do it yourself. And so the same thing it is in God. When God deals with that squeak, fix the squeak right away. At that moment... May not right now, but don't let it stretch out too long because it'll become a grind. And that grind will become a mess. And then it will cost you more in the end than, than what it would have uh, uh, would have taken care of it right then and there. Amen. I mean, what I'm talking about. And so naturally, how do we get on that in the moment? I'll just go back. Just give me some scriptures here. We're talking about uh, uh, getting brains present. Does everybody forget that? We're talking about complete victory over things that we're going through right now. And so... Um, Pull that back up real quick. Let me reread it one more time. Uh, verse 37. 37. 38. Excuse me. 38. Well, even 37, 38. Sorry. He says, now in all things, we are more than conquerors. How many are going to conquer with us this morning? So, preacher, I'm going to conquer this thing that has plagued me. The, the plague of unforgiveness. The plague of, uh, of whether attitude, whatever it may be. The plague that's are binding me today then this thing is going on right now I'm going to leave out of this service and I'm going to get the victory over that thing 
whatever it may be in your life today, listen what it says. And so I am persuaded, verse 38, he says, I am persuaded neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present. And so this is when we part 13 is things present. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 4, 14. The Apostle Paul wrote to the church of Corinthians. He says this. And this is what he says. He says, knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus uh, uh, shall raise up us also by Jesus. And so he says, when you know Christ, do you know that today? How many believers we have in this place? Do you know that Jesus, that the Lord was raised up? He says, and that same power that raised up Jesus is able to cause you to raise up as well. I'm mean, going to say that with us this morning. And so when you have Christ in your life, there should be nothing again in the day that should be enough to uh, devastate your life. Amen. There should be nothing. If, if the grave cannot conquer Christ, if the grave cannot conquer Christ, again in the day, the same power that raised up Jesus, it shall also uh, raise you up as well. And so back to what we're talking about being a conqueror, he went on to say in verse 15, he said, for all things are for your sake, the, abund the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving may redound to the glory of God. Verse 16 won't get you to him. He says, for, we, for this cause or which cause we faint not. He says, though the outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. So yes, the outward man goes through things. At this moment, your outward man may be going through things. This old flesh goes through things. Your mind, your body, your soul, again, the things that happen in your life. He says, we, we, but we cannot faint. We got to fight back. How many going to say it today? I'm going to fight back he says why because though the outward man perished though I'm facing all these challenges in my life he says yet I am renewed day by day in my soul and that's why we say you got to pray every day read that bible be in services get a devotional life to where you're strong amen and over to overcome in your heart and your soul today I'm going to say that with us today God is looking for some believers that will raise up and become strong in almighty God God wants you to be strong in the Lord so when things present come your way, you can overcome. Amen. The Bible goes on and says a little bit further. Let's move a little further down. He says in verse 17, for our light afflictions. Wow. Amen. Paul, how can you say it's light? Amen. 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 He's preaching Thursday night. Come on, man, be with us. We have great glory. Our light afflictions, which is but for what? Say it out loud. A moment. A moment. He says, which worketh a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. He says, you know what? I'm going through this right now. It's but a light affliction. And back to what we said, they go through things in life. They go through battles in their life. They went through challenges in life. He says, you know what? It's nothing compared to Almighty God, what he went through for us. And yes, it hurts. Yes, it's painful. But you know what? I will overcome this because Christ is my God. Because God, my God in me. And don't allow everything happens for a reason. I don't understand it all. I'm going to trust God through it all. How many going to say that with us today? It's a light affliction. It's nothing I cannot handle. It's nothing you can't handle. God would not give you something you cannot bear. Let me say this today. The Bible goes on and says, number 18, for while we look not at the things which are seen, so right now, in, the, in staring you in your face is that lion. Staring you in their face is a Goliath. Staring you in their face is that mountain. But the Bible says the things which are seen, the things, but we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. So it's a reference to faith. It says we must look to the God of heaven. We must look to the hills which cometh our help. 
How many know that today? Our help coming from the Lord. I can't look at what I see, but I've got to look beyond the clouds. I've got to look to the throne of God, the, at the one I cannot see, for faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We have not seen Jesus face to face, but we know he's real. Amen. We know his power is real. We know he's greater than anything that the enemy may try to do to us. So we cannot look at the things which are seen, but for the things which are seen are temporal. The things that you're going through right now are temporary. These clouds outside right now are temporary. The sun will shine again. How many know that? Aaron family, the sun will shine again. Sister Stacy, Brother Mark. The sun be the will of the Lord. The sun will shine again. The sun will shine again. How many say that? The sun will shine again. It's looking at it. It's temporal. It's temporary. Sister Aaron, you was just temporarily in the hospital, but you're here today. Amen. You go through things in your life, the bumps in the road. You may have lost your job temporarily, but you know what? God's going to bless me with something else. Amen. You may have temporarily had some setbacks in your life. It's temporary. Keep your eyes on Jesus because God has something greater. He says, but we look to the things which are eternal. I'm looking to heaven. I'm looking to my Lord and my Savior, and I know he's more than able to turn it around. Let's go to Psalms 30. Psalms 30 tells us this. He says, sing unto the Lord. And so we sing praise. We covered the night about uh, singing praises. God had a whole choir defeat an army one time. <laughs> Did you know that? The Bible says that Jehoshaphat, they were all facing a dilemma. They were surrounded by the enemy. And the Bible says, he said, go and get the choir together and have them sing. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Sometimes you sing in that moment. Start singing. I, 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 I really didn't notice until the kids started saying it. One of the moments in the house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sound like, a, sound like one of them old folks. I start humming, Sister Aaron. <laughs> Why? Because again, they say, oh, see, there you, daddy's humming. He's humming. Uh, again, why? Because you got to hum your way through sometimes. Let me know what I'm talking about. You got to get a song of praise in your heart sometimes. Make a joyful noise. No doubt to push back that moment. And the Bible goes on and says, oh, you saints, give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. So get your mind back to the God of heaven. Get your mind back on holiness. Get your mind back to heaven. Number five, he says, for his anger endure but for a moment. So even that, God will not always again here today be angry but he's a loving God the Bible goes on and says this in the second part of the verse his favor he in his favor is life weeping men endure for a night that's what I want to get you to weeping men endure for a night y'all know the verse but what joy Amen. say it again joy. joy cometh in the morning he says sing remember the God of heaven yes the tears are falling right now the tears may even fall tomorrow. It may fall the next day. But you know what? Joy will come. And it can happen today, tomorrow. He said, but realize this day will not last. Amen. He went on and says, as we try to move a little further, he says, joy cometh in the morning, number six. He said, in his prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. And so naturally he began to re realize the riches of God, the power of God. He began to indwell in the, the, pros the prosperous part of God. He says, you know what? Let me get my mind on the richness of his word, the richness of prayer. He said, I won't be moved by this moment. Amen. I'm not going to be moved. I'm not going to let this destroy me. I'm not going to let the devil get the upper hand in my life. We're talking about things present today. Let's move a little further. Psalms 46 for me, a verse of scripture. And the Bible says, God is our refuge. Amen. And very what? Present help in trouble. That's not tomorrow, but that's right now. Let me know that. Right now. 
In this moment, so Paul said, we must, again, we have victory over things present. And so Psalm, maybe he heard from David, the Bible says God is our refuge. We have a place where we can run to. We have a place where we can go in the moment. Even in those moments, oh, God will come visit you as well. Amen. We share with you about Daniel. God came to visit him. And shut the lion's mouth. The Lord, he said, the Lord came and shut the lion's mouth. Another man, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the same book of Daniel. They were thrown into the fiery furnace. And, and it didn't seem pleasant at the moment. He probably saw the flames as they approached him. And you can probably feel the heat a little bit. The Bible says it was so hot, the men that opened up the door were burned up and died. And at the present moment, what were they thinking? Perhaps they thought, you know what, the God of heaven is going to help us. The Bible says they were thrown into the fiery furnace. And in the furnace, no doubt, again, somebody came to visit them. They didn't have time to run to the refuse, but the refuse came to them. Amen? The refuse came to where they were. The Bible says uh, the king woke up the next morning and looked down in there. He says, hey, wait a minute, didn't we put three men in the fire? He said, I thought we put three people in the fire. He said, I see four people in the fire. How I many know that? In the fire, and the Bible says, one is like the Son of Man or like the Son of God. The Bible talks about how Jesus came and dwelt what was in their presence in the fire of life. So in the present, they had a refuge. Amen. The refuge came to them. The Bible says, number Psalms 46, in the very present help in the time of trouble. Perhaps your mind is trouble. You're in the right place today. You're going through trouble. You went through some trouble. I'm telling you that God is able. There's nothing too hard or too big for Almighty God today. The Bible says, therefore, Number two, therefore we fear. We will not fear. We will not fear. How many going to say it today? I will not fear because of the God that I serve. I will not fear because of who Jesus is. And greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in you, believers, this morning than he that is in the world. I mean, know that today. That's why Paul said we've been made more than conquerors. There's power in the blood. There's power in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. There's power in the Holy Ghost. That's why we encourage you to get filled with the Holy Ghost. The devil wants you to walk around powerless, but there's power in the Almighty God today in his presence and his Holy Spirit. The Bible says here, so therefore I will not fear though the earth be moved. And no doubt your earth may be moved one day. Your world may be shaken, turned upside down. We've all been through it. And as long as you have breath in your body, there will be more times when it feels like your world is upside down. How many know what I'm talking about? But the Bible says, I will not be moved. Paul, the Apostle Paul said the same thing, I shall not be moved. He says, for though the earth be removed, he says, though the mountains be carried away in the midst of the sea. Imagine that. Though the waters, number three, though the waters therefore roar and are troubled. Though the mountains shake with great swelling, Selah. Thereof, Selah. And so we see how the it does not matter what comes your way. You put your faith in God, call on him who's a very present help in the time of trouble. Right now we serve a God as we bow his irreverency, God. So we begin to prepare for the altar of prayer. Today, you've gone through things, you're facing things right now, you're in the right place.
Today's God is saying this present moment, I'm able to help you. What you have to do is call on him this morning. Call on the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't call. You can't call mama. You can't call dad. Can't call your friends. Can't call son or daughter. Can't call the children. Can't call your boss, president, governor, whoever it may be. There's nobody that can help us like the God of heaven. There's nobody that can fix it like Jesus can. There's nobody who can heal. There's nobody who can answer that prayer. There's nobody who can supply that need that perhaps you have right now. At this present moment, there's some needs in this house. There's some troubled souls perhaps today. There's, a, there's something that is bothering you know, now that you're going through in your life. I'm telling you, he's a present help right now. And he wants you to leave out his place as a conqueror to overcome the challenges. Have that mindset that I'm going to win this thing. We will see victory. I'm going to win because of Jesus Christ. I've been made more than a conqueror through him. And I am persuaded, he says, I am persuaded that God will make a way. Persuaded that God will see me through. Persuaded the blood of Jesus Christ is powerful. Persuaded that the name of Jesus Christ is great enough to cast out devils, to push away the enemy of my soul. Persuaded that my prayer will be answered. Persuaded that God has a better way, a better thing for me. In this present moment, it may not always feel good. But no doubt, he's a healer today. He's a, a need meter this morning. And whatever your need is at this present moment, God is more than able to help you overcome. Battles, bring it to the altar of prayer this morning. Bring it to Jesus. John the Baptist took it to Jesus. Daniel took it to the God up in heaven. Joseph no doubt how to pray to God for strength. There are so many others. The Shumanite woman had to pray for God's divine intervention. There are so many others that needed a touch from God. The widow woman needed God's touch. It didn't feel good in her husband that passed. God touched her. God helped her. That one that's on shaky ground. Today let God put you on solid ground. Everything seems to be falling apart, preacher. He says, I'm not going to fear, though. I'm not going to fear because God is in control. The earth may shake, but that rock that I'm standing on is able. It's a firm foundation. It's able to keep me from the winds and the waves that blow. He's a present help right now in his service. Lord, come down and meet needs. As the altar prayers open, come to the front. Come to the front if there's a need in your life. Give it to Jesus today. If you need salvation this morning, give it to the Lord. That's why Jesus came and gave his life on the cross. Why? Because men were needing help at that moment. We needed help going forward. God knew that at that moment in time, he said, when the fullness of time came, he sent his son Jesus because he knew he couldn't go another day without him. Man cannot go another day, another calendar year without Christ. Don't go another day without the Lord. So he sent his son Jesus down an old rugged cross for us. Paid the penalty of sin. His blood was shed. No doubt to wash away all of our sins. Today if you're not a Christian, then ask the Lord into your heart. And at this moment right now, he will instantly forgive you of all your sin. Just ask him. Ask him to forgive me, Lord. And make a commitment to Christ this morning. And he will help you.
For those who don't need empowerment today, more strength, ask God for the Holy Spirit right now, wherever you may be, and lift those hands and say, God, I need the Holy Ghost right now. And God, by his spirit, will come down in your heart. I'm telling you, he will fill you with the Holy Ghost where you are right now. The Bible says in the book of Acts, they were sitting in one place, in one accord, and the spirit of God fell on them. At this moment right now, if you need the Holy Ghost baptism, pray, pray, pray. Say, God, I need the Holy Ghost, which is my power, my strength, guidance, help. And for everyone else today, whatever the need is, believe God in this moment that he's more than able to supply that very need. God bless our prayer. She began to sing as unto the Lord. Complete victory over things present. I just gave you a few. Complete victory over the things that you see right now. It won't always be. Declare victory. I'm going to declare victory with us this morning. I'm going to declare I will get up and I'm going to walk to victory in the name of Jesus. The altar prayer is over. Let's take a few minutes to pray. Tell God all about it. Tell God all about it this morning. Tell him what you need. He's more than able to be
Jesus. Sometimes you do it naturally. Jesus. Don't even know you're doing it saying, oh, Jesus, help me. Why? Because you're inviting him in to the thing present. You're inviting him in to that moment of time. Not that, but you, you should let him live in your heart. Yes, he lives in our heart. But it's still nothing like calling that name. Amen. How many know that today? It's still nothing like calling on his name. Invoking him into your present. Even through the toughest of times, invite him. Let him be there. He'll help you. He'll help you along the way. God bless you. I pray. We look forward to seeing you. Uh, we'll be back online this evening at 6 p.m. Tune in. Tune in with us uh, at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Then our Bible studies. And then we have Thursday night in-person service. Thursday night in-person service here in the house of the Lord. Come on now. Be with us. Continue to pray for one another. Continue to pray for uh, there's various ones that she's been posting up there on the board. This is Jenny. This is Brother Lau. And Sister, uh, the Lancaster family, the Joseph family, so many others uh, that we are getting. There's another lady, Neely Kinson, uh, who watches online. And there are many that watch online overseas. Overseas. And so, all in various states, all over the world. And that's why we encourage you to share the page out. Share it out on your social media because your friends are in need of help in this present moment as well. Each of us know, you know people who go through things. Sometimes they uh, come to you. <laughs> they come to you and lay it all out to you. And sometimes they may ask you to pray for them. Why? Because, again, they know that, again, there's a God up in heaven who's able. So, again, it's me encouraging to share these things out. You never know what the message may do for someone else. Someone else who's going through it at this moment. I was in the hospital when I seen sister the other day. And as I was walking past the rooms, I said, man, so many here just hurting and lonely. Some don't get visitors at all. And I say, everybody, they lay there for days and days and days. Brother, you work at the hospital, so you see it. Hurting and pain, but it really touched my heart. I said, my God, I wish there was a way to be, be and reach these folks even in this hospital. And so naturally, I don't know, I talked to you after the service. Just go by and just give a wave. And say, hey, God bless you if they allow us to do that. Pray with the ones who need prayer. Amen. And perhaps that's another one of those things. I was asked for ideas yesterday. By naturally, we're going to do activities here at the church, but even stuff like that as well. We had a, one year we did a, a service, Christmas service at the nursing home. It was a blessing. But then COVID hit the next year, I believe it was. And it was a blessing. Amen. But it was just such a blessing to see the people from the nursing home come to the first floor and have church with us. Amen. And so people in this present moment right now, you think you're going through things? And back of my scripture, he says, this light affliction also in your brethren. Your brothers, the ones to your left and to your right, go through things as well. And no doubt, that's why the Bible says, pray for one another. Pray for one another. Don't wish, don't wish, love one another. Don't wish ill on anyone. If you're a Christian, amen. So you know what? In that moment, I was upset. But you know what? I still love you, amen. In those moments of time. And so no doubt, we pray that for others, that they'll get through that moment. They'll get through that thing and this, old saying, this too shall pass. Naturally, we begin to pray for people as they go through things as well. And so continue to pray with us that God will begin to do that. Because everybody needs God. Let me say that. Everybody needs God in this present world that we live in. God bless our prayer. We'll let you guys go. We'll see you. Uh, you'll see us online this evening. Amen.
at 6 p.m. Also, in a few more days, my sister here, Sequestity, her birthday's coming up, amen? 